Hello and welcome to the X-Files Revisited. I'm your host, Graham Davidson, and with me as always is Brian Lomax. Join us as we systematically work our way through the full X-Files franchise. In each episode, we will tackle a single episode of the X-Files. So join along, watch with us as we discuss each and every detail on the X-Files Revisited. Hello and welcome back to the X-Files Revisited. We are on to the penultimate episode of Season 4, Episode 23, Demons. Brian, I think you had a little bit of confusion the last time when you, you told us about this episode. Shall we, shall we clear that up first? Yeah, I think we best start. So yeah, this this uh, obviously at the end of the last episode, uh, I made some assumptions about what episode this was going to be, and it so wasn't the episode I thought it was. Uh, mm. So don't quote me on this, but I think the episode I was thinking of is an episode called Field Trip. Uh, right. which is later down the line but uh yeah so so i said that if you wanted to if you did, if you didn't like anything that came after this episode you could technically say it didn't happen uh but yeah anyway it's it's neither here nor there if you're an x-files fan you're probably aware of of exactly what i'm talking about if right. not let's just move on <laughs> Yeah, remember that time when you told us the next episode was the worst episode ever in the entire <laughs> X Files franchise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this can be added to the uh, the tally of Brian's cock-ups. So, yeah. 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 Anyway. At least I won't let you forget him. So, Brian, tell us a little bit about uh, Demons <clears throat> and uh, its well, legacy. It, it's bizarre because as a fan of the show, clearly I didn't remember this one at all. And this is actually a um mythology episode this is a you know this is this is yeah it's part of the the overarching mythology of the show so yeah those are usually ones i don't forget and they're usually mm. ones i re-watch uh, more than any other um so the fact that i didn't recollect this one all that much Kind of worries me a little bit because <laughs> you know I'm getting a bit older. I'm just starting to wonder if things aren't working properly the way they used to. Um, mm -hmm. But again, we'll swiftly move on from that and hope for the best. Uh, but do, do you care to hazard a guess as to where this one ranks? Yes, a number just popped in my head. Go on. Pull out the thin air. Uh, One hundred and forty-three. 143 okay yeah. uh yeah that's wrong it is actually 115 and mm -hmm. you'll recall last episode elegy was 114 so this sits mm -hmm. right smack bang where elegy was um now elegy uh, we both agreed is a severely underrated episode um and i'm judging from <laughs> the guess that you made as to the position of this one that this in your mind is possibly an overrated episode but we'll get into it very yeah shortly. yeah i suppose we can <laughs> we will get into it <laughs> yes it's always interesting to hear your thoughts on a mythology episode because i know you're not quite as uh into them as i am but um mm, we'll see <laughs> yeah let's see let's see okay so all right, so the episode opens up on uh, a bad dream 
of Samantha, Samantha Mulder. Uh, and Mulder wakes up from said dream, uh, calls Scully, and he's covered in blood. Um, so, yeah, he's, I can't remember if that's where the teaser ended. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it is. Pretty sure yeah. it is. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. How's, how's that grab you? Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's super interesting because you get the kind of flashbacky stuff where it's, mm. it's weirdly shot. So mm. it kind of leads you into something's very different, whether it be a real flashback or not. You're not sure, but something's weird here. The waking up in the motel with blood is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, that that leads me like so many questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of what's going on. And the fact that you can obviously tell that Mulder's questioning everything as we are. Yeah. This you know, should lead a good mystery. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I did like it. And again, like I say, I couldn't remember it. And I don't know why, because it's 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 actually a pretty it is a good opening. It's one that's mm-hmm. like okay, it's 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 not a uh, villain of the week in the sense that no. you know um, we we open on characters that we don't know because that's what you usually do. You open on some you know someone we don't know and something happens yep. to them and that's your teaser. Whereas this happens to one of our primary characters. Um, yeah. So it's you know right off the bat this one's going to be more personal because it's directly related to them. You know you got Samantha yeah. involved, so it's going to be really personal because that's the most personal thing as far as Mulder's character goes. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously Mulder uh, kind of yeah blood all over him. It's 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 as an opening, it's kind of reminiscent of the Skinner episode from season three where he wakes up with the dead woman in his bed, but. Um, a little bit more kind of, I don't know, I guess personal because it's Mulder. Um, so, yeah. but yeah, so we get past the opening credits and Scully races to the hotel. Mulder tries to keep warm in the shower and Scully examines him. And two rounds were fired from his gun. She urges mm. him to go to the hospital, but he finds a key with Amy written on it. Um, yeah, and it's just it's doubling down on the mystery at the start, you know, just like mm-hmm. almost drip feeding you worse information. Really, you know, <laughs> doesn't have his keys. So, uh, there's a, you know, there's a psychology in finding like a a, a key ring with a, a female's name on it. You, you can mm-hmm. look you know, more worried about that. The the mm-hmm. fact that he's two gunshots or, or two bullets have been out of his gun. It's Again, still leading to that mystery, and I I like the mystery. It kind of yeah, pulls you yeah. along a bit. So. Yeah, it's not it's not looking good for him. Oh. <laughs> but I, I like I like the pragmatism that he has. Mm. You know, as a detective and as someone who gets into the mind of profiles people, he he's looking mm. at the evidence and going, yeah, it's looking like me. I, I want yeah. to dig in and find out, but it looks like I did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that's the thing. He's not. He's not willing to out and out dismiss it. No. And I think a lot of people in that situation would be, I'm not a killer. I've been set up here. I've you know, mm. this this I couldn't have done this and it'd start freaking out. But like you say, mm. Mulder is very much, okay, this is the evidence. This ain't looking good for me. But let's follow it. Let's follow the chain. Um mm. so yeah. Uh so Scully says uh the manager saw Mulder check in alone. Uh, and the key matches a car outside with blood on it, mm. registered to a David Cassandra. So, again, it's just 
it's just that constant kind of raising the questions okay who's david cassandra who's this amy why does mm. Mulder have their car um that he's clearly driving because it's driven because it's covered in blood and he's covered in blood and it's so it's, yeah it's just literally question just you're like okay really need to know mm. what's going on right now so <clears throat> um <laughs> we get this what just seems out of nowhere this random scene because like we, obviously we're going along with Mulder's investigation and then boom all of a sudden yeah. we see this dude cutting out heads on photos yeah. whilst bleeding from his own uh-huh. um <laughs> it's like you see it it comes from nowhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to be yeah. honest, it doesn't have to be there at all <laughs> because it doesn't really lead to anything other than back to that situation where the pictures are got their heads cut out yeah yeah i mean it got yeah so obviously it comes back later with regards to the character um Uh and i think it's just i think if you take it out then when we go to a scene later in which we see Mm. that copper again yeah, um, and he he walks in uh, from the from a particular room in the police station and goes into another one and shoots himself. I think that one would be that scene would be a little bit jarring if at the time that he does it, you don't you know because when it, when he comes on screen, yeah. you're instantly going, oh, that's that yeah. guy cutting out the heads. Yeah. So instantly, your your kind of your train of thought is that. I want to follow this guy. What's what? So where's he coming into play? Whereas if you remove this scene, when you get to the police station, you don't know who that guy is. Uh, mm. He's seemingly of no interest. So I, I feel like it'd be more jarring. I think you'd still get what's going on based on the information you get afterwards. But I just think that pulling us into his world all of a sudden in the final act of the episode would be like, who's this dude? Why, why, yeah, what? like I get, I get what you're saying, but I almost think the mystery of it would be because, like, when he turns up in the in the prison, you're like, oh, that's that messed up guy, like, like you know, likes to cut yeah. faces out of pictures and bleed from the forehead. Yeah, yeah, He's but that's weird. the point, and I think, I think you need that <clears throat> personally. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd be interested to watch it with that out of it to see what it did to that that sequence because just that, like, out of nowhere, going like, wow, this is this is crazy. What's going on here? The, the more mm. questions. Yeah. Uh, adding up yeah. I don't know I mean it is what it is we're, we're, yeah, yeah. Mm. Arguing over semantics it's, it's there it's, uh, right so but but at the, at the time that it comes in it does feel a bit random um, mm. but obviously when this guy comes back because it's because it's built up some intrigue as to okay who is this guy and why is he cutting out heads <laughs> when <laughs> When, once he comes back into it, you're kind of like, ah, oh, it's the head guy. Right, they're going to explain. So, I, I, yeah, I do feel it pulls you back in in some way. But Mulder and Scully knock on the door. Uh, Amy's housekeeper answers. Mulder spots a painting of a house that he recognises. Hmm. Um, so, did, did you think the housekeeper was a bit aggressive to start with? <laughs> yeah. Or was that just me? <laughs> no, uh, that's not just you. I, I was just like... She comes to the door with some real sass. But I think it's it's because um, she opens the door just as Mulder's putting the key in it. Right. Um, and it's just... So it's like... Um, it, already her defences are up. It's like, what the hell? Mm. This guy was literally just trying to let himself into the house. 
So I think so. As far as the actor plays it, I do think she makes the right choices. Um, hmm. But it, but it is funny. <laughs> See, yeah, I, I, just... I, I had a giggle at it. I thought it was just. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, Mulder recognizes the house, and he uh, he gets to the house. Hang on. Uh, when she he goes, she goes. Yes, she likes to paint the house, and then they take a step into a room <laughs> where it is all lettered with house painting. Yeah, I almost broke. It was that, that's like, it's obsessive, so obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so Mulder and Scully get to the house, and when Mulder sees it, he has visions or flashbacks, hmm. potentially. One or you know one or the other, yeah. to his parents arguing while Cancer Man, a young Cancer Man, stands in the next room. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and obviously this feeds in to a lot of the stuff from way back in the episode uh, Heronvolk, uh, mm-hmm. which was the season opener when we learnt that. There had been some kind of previous relationship between yeah. Cancer Man and Mrs. Mulder. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously this episode is exploring that even further. Um, yeah, so Scully says hospital. You need to get your ass to a hospital right now. Mulder says, I feel really good. So he goes <laughs> into the house and they find two bodies. Uh, yep. One gunshot wound in each, hence the two gunshot fires from Mulder's gun. Um, Scully Scully refuses to believe he did it. He's not so sure. Detective wants douchebag detective of the week. Uh, You know we we love those. (laughs) This guy this guy looks like he'd just be really satisfied being able to nail an FBI agent. Yeah. And, and he is a douchebag cop. And I was thinking about this during the episode. Like, he's mm. normally one of these ones that we just rail on. Yeah. But when you look at the evidence he's presented yeah. with... Yeah, yeah. He, he's kind of doing what he should do. Yeah. Kind of feels open and shut, really, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Even um, the Mulder's, like, not arguing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... So the detective he wants. A, he has a douchebag though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just the, it's just the attitude, isn't it? Lose the attitude, mate. So detective wants Mulder to ride with him on the way to the hospital. Um, so at the autopsy, Scully finds a scab on Amy's head and wants some tests to be run. And uh, it's, it's a nice little moment there where she peels the scab off. But yeah, yeah it's lovely. Lovely stuff. We, we love a good scully autopsy. <laughs> uh, the detective brings in Mulder's bloody shirt and arrests him. Uh, it's kind of kind of nice little scene there because it's usually Mulder who's on the other side of that, and he'd probably pull out his New York Knicks t-shirt. <laughs> well, well, you mentioned that where it's normally Mulder on the other side of it. I, mm. I was thrown earlier on to see him in blue de- jeans and a white t-shirt it just looked odd <laughs> just odd it, it feels like it just feels like Mulder's out of sorts completely when he's not in a suit almost and, and you see this sequence here this guy walks in with this bag 
like it's CCTV of him. Mm, yeah, yeah, committing him. the crime. And not even telling them, do you know, that kind of like teasing way? Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got evidence in this bag that is irrefutable yeah. that you did Would it. Would you like so. to change your story? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he basically just gives him something that he already knew he had. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I took them off this morning and gave yes. them to you. <laughs> so, okay. Um, where am I? So, taking him to a cell, Scully comes over to tell him about some medical evidence that would suggest Mulder had been drugged. Mm. And the detective ain't buying it. Um so again, this is like uh, your your typical kind of you know is what you would expect of Scully is that dogged kind of faith in her partner. Um, you know, she knows who he is. She knows that he would not knowingly or willingly kill someone. Uh, so she, so because of that, there is only one other possible. Um, reason behind it, which is that somebody has set Mulder up. So she, you know, she knows she knows to look for that. Whereas, again, like the detective would be like, yeah, this this is pretty open and shut. Um, so, it, and it does. I think it does show as well that in life, in general, we need people to have faith in us. We mm. we need we need those people in our lives who know us. Um, know us enough to have faith in who they believe us to be. And I mm -hmm. think, um, like not to get too into it, but I, I do know some people who have been convicted of certain things that I, I, I don't believe they're guilty of. Uh, and and it's, it's, yeah, the whole open mm. and shut case thing, I, I, I don't, I, I never buy that it's so open and shut. Um, okay, just based on my personal experience. But uh, so the officer, uh, a man who was cutting up photos, this is where he kind of comes back into it. Uh, he he's just we we see that he's oh there's the dude in the police station. He's, he's it turns out it's a police he's officer. A he's a cop. Yeah. Oh, what's now? What's he doing? Where's he go? Oh. Yeah. He just blew his brains out. Okay, <laughs> it's like, uh, um, okay, that's that's that wasn't where I was expecting this to go. Um, so Scully and the detective go to the officer's house, and the detective says that the officer had become a bit of a joke because uh, <laughs> he believed in aliens. Uh, Scully finds abductee magazine <laughs> it's like there's it's no effort so no effort's gone into uh it, it, you know from the props department in that one it's like we need a name for this magazine that's going to tell us that you know uh, abductee magazine yeah. <laughs> it's like the most kind of nail on the head <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like it'd be better if it was the inquirer you know like yeah. I was abducted by lizard people <laughs> yeah 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 so, uh, Scully finds a Duck Tea magazine with Amy on the cover and thinks it may have been a suicide pact. Um, yeah. Yeah. At this point, I wasn't sold on that at this point at all. 
Um, he won't. I still felt there was like, well, no, because there's one gun that shot two people at the same time, seemingly, or like I don't know how it did one shoot one and then kill themselves. Like I just I don't know. I felt there was more to it. There was going to be more come out of it. I just felt right. like it wasn't going to be okay. as, as simple as that. I was like, nah, yeah, yeah. That's like another red herring. They're going to throw us off. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, because like because we, we, we've seen this one guy shoot himself. Mm. Uh, so clearly it has a, an effect where it makes them kill themselves mm. and then clearly either Amy or David has killed themselves but mm-hmm. did one take the gun and kill themselves and put it down and then the other one picked up the gun and killed themselves or did one shoot the other one before shooting themselves so it's it's yeah like if each one of them killed themselves then that would make more sense than some killing themselves and then some killing other people before killing themselves. It's not yeah. consistent. So, um, <clears throat> so Mulder has another flashback of his mum hitting Cancer Man. So they're arguing, screaming, um, and uh, yeah, she 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 ends up slapping him. Uh, mm. And then he wakes up and starts screaming for the guard. So he's like, "God!" Uh, <laughs> which is, is is a scene that I feel like we've seen before in the X Files for some reason. I can't yeah. remember where. Um, <laughs> it seems reminiscent. Could be cry check in the silo, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Could, yeah, yeah, could be. So uh, Scully arrives. Mulder says he didn't do it. She agrees, says the evidence is too contradictory. Scully also says that Mulder was most likely in contact with Amy at some point because she claimed to be an alien abductee. Yeah. Uh, Amy had undergone treatment to recover memories from her past. And the excessive, paint- the excessive painting was a symptom of that treatment because uh, apparently this... This drug causes similar effects to something called Waxman-Geschwin syndrome, uh, which which causes the the person suffering from it to get fixated on one particular thing, become obsessively compulsive about it uh, yeah. before before having suicidal tendencies. <laughs> Yes, great. <laughs> Not that I mean, I didn't, don't mean to laugh at people who uh, may be suffering from. It just sounds syndrome. like the, the worst drug in the planet, to be honest. Uh, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no much. benefits from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it it is from this point that it seems pretty obvious as to what has happened to Mulder, because everything's yeah. literally just been spelled out to us. So. Uh, Mulder and Scully visit the psychologist who is treating Amy and find Mulder's car. Uh, Dr. Goldstein says he was using an aggressive form of treatment that wasn't invasive. Apparently, he also treated the police officer. Scully judges him from the moment she walks in the room, and the doctor says Waxman-Geschwin syndrome isn't necessarily destructive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. is it, this is a side of, of Scully that we often see uh, w- with regards to um, professionals particularly medical professionals supposedly um, yeah. I feel like it's one of her real kind of 
bugbear issues where when she, when she finds someone in the medical profession that she deems or believes is is doing something underhanded or something yeah. that they shouldn't necessarily be doing she she really gets in their face it's something mm. that really rubs her the wrong way um, yeah. but it's like the moment she walks into that room you just sense that she wants to just nail this yeah. guy um, you can almost see that he's, he's broke his code of ethics yeah you know yeah he's not doing what he should be doing mm. yeah yeah <clears throat> so but then now, like, at the same time he could always say like you know patient confidentiality not just like you know i was i was only mm. doing some extreme extremely aggressive treatment yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i don't it, i don't think there's any duality at all like as soon as the car's in the car park you're like this is the guy yeah yeah like I, I, but 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 I, I like when they walk in and they do question him. Like I think what you were saying there, um, I, I didn't feel like this guy was a a villain as such. Mm. He, he, yeah, he's probably breaking his code of ethics, but I I feel like he's probably been above board with the people that he's breaking his code of ethics with. I feel like it's it's he's and it is being upfront. I feel like he's saying that. Yeah, I've, this is what I've done. Uh, you know, they they really wanted to remember, um, yes. and so, so I feel like to to some degree this guy was genuinely trying to help these people re- get. You know, yeah, but he's also preying on them as well because that, that that's he's using his treatment plan to try and get them to the thing. I mean, he's doing something he shouldn't be doing because yeah. it is a yeah. but he's he's leaning on these people who have that already obsessive, yeah yeah no nature. yeah like i i'm only talking about this scene yeah. like obviously the the more we go on in the episode the more it is revealed that actually mm. yeah this guy wasn't quite as as helpful as he appears i'm ju- i'm just saying from from the moment they walk in here scully's all up in his face like ready to throw him under the bus mm. whereas like from what i'm seeing just in this scene i'd probably be a bit more uh, I'd, I'd probably tell, take a more gentle tack with this guy because mm. he's not he's not necessarily giving me anything that suggests he's an out and out villain. Maybe mm. in fact, bit... they've, they've cast a guy who you can quite see as being anybody's next door neighbour. You know, just that friendly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like older yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I, I think it's quite yeah. good as well. Yeah. So outside, Mulder and Scully say he's lying about not having met Mulder before. Scully thinks Goldstein treated Mulder, but why? Um, so clearly, clearly Mulder wanted to remember something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> so, uh, Mulder has another flashback. Scully says, hospital, damn it. Uh, Mulder says the flashbacks are helping him to recover something about his sister. He says yeah. he needs to see his mum. And she says she's driving. <laughs> so... <laughs> Mulder being as stubborn as ever, yeah, it's like this. This is gonna kill me, but I don't really care. It's almost like Mulder has a bit of a death wish because he's like, well, Scully's dying anyway, so I may as well try and go before her. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Mulder grills his mum about his yeah. dad. He asks who his father was, and she slaps him. She leaves the room, not giving him an answer, and Scully enters to find Mulder gone. Yeah, uh, yeah so... You can tell there's an increase in agitation in Mulder. The moment mm. he, he storms in the house, he's straight past his mum. 
he's kind of fidgety, he, he's talking. Um, Scully tries to bring reason into the conversation, so naturally he's like, can I have a private word with you? Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to get the crazy out fully here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And and, and it just yeah, yeah. It's an interesting sequence. I kind of like this one. Yeah, it's interesting seeing the the parent child dynamic as well. Mm. Um, you know that that whole thing that you you're never too old to have a good hiding from your mum mm. yeah. or dad. Um, yeah. Uh, at least, at least from their generation, anyway. <laughs> yeah, they should get much. locked up for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming that when he drives away, he's crying. Like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. his mum just smacked him. <laughs> yeah, but but it but it is interesting that there's there's almost a, a power dynamic going on there where it's like Mulder comes in and he he's kind of he's taking some power, he's taking mm. steps to get answers, but instantly the way that a parent is able to they just kind of they, they, they lay down that authority and, and like yeah. I say she she gives him no answers she gives him a slap and walks off and there's nothing yeah. he can do about it because at the end of the day she's the mum and he's the child <laughs> yeah so yeah um, but it is frustrating as well that we don't get an answer because we as the audience uh, are also you know we're like yeah, I, 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 want, I want those answers, actually. I would like to know what's going on here. Uh, so we, we can feel Mulder's frustration. I, I, I just feel like, like she gives an answer by not answering. You know, it's, yeah, it's the like, it's, like, I'm, not, I'm as, not even going yeah. to dignify that. Like, that's, yeah. you're getting a slap and get the hell out. Yeah, yeah. You, you think it's, cry. <laughs> like, do you think it's as good as her saying, yeah, I did, I slept with him? Oh, yeah. I think, yes, I yeah. yes I did. Your your, you know, your 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 father's son, yeah. your father being your not your father, not the smoking man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Bill, your Bill Mulder's son, hmm. Samantha. On the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> take your pick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> So Mulder, yeah, uh, Mulder goes to Goldstein and asks him to finish the job he started. So Goldstein hooks him up. <laughs> yes, he, yes, he does. Yeah, he's very eager to get him back on the machine. Um, so police raid Goldstein's as he cleans up, but Mulder is gone. Did, so, did you did you expect? Because they do the thing with Goldstein where he gets the drill, and it's super slow, and then you see the car. <laughs> Did you expect them to burst in and stop it before Mulder got drilled? Almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I felt it was leaning that yeah. way. I was surprised to see yeah. him going. Yeah. So the procedure got done. Mulder maybe mm-hmm. needed. Mulder maybe learned what he needed to learn. And uh, but yeah. So yeah, because normally those the, the, Mulder's always on the cusp of getting the answers yes. he wants, and then it's taken away from him. Uh-huh. Uh But yeah. So. <clears throat> Scully arrives, questions Goldstein quite fiercely. Mulder's last words to him were that he was going to examine his demon. Oh, going to exercise his demons. Can't read my own mm. writing there. Uh, so, um, not much to say about that. It's a transitionary scene, really. But uh, mm. other than it's nice to see even more of Scully's disdain. Uh, <laughs> this man. <laughs> Uh, Scully goes to Mulder's family summer house, which we saw again way back in Heronvolk um, and Talitha Kumi. Uh, uh, 
police are waiting there. She's obviously called through. It's a, um, I, I, this is a little detail, actually, that I like, uh, which mm-hmm. is that it's not the douchebag cop yeah. that is leading the team there because, obviously, mm-hmm. it's a different district and he wouldn't have jurisdiction in that district. So when Scully goes, we get we get the... you. you you can, you know, if you if you're intelligent enough, you can you fill in the blanks and see. Well, Scully has had to radio the 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 police in that district, tell them what's going on, and they've got to the house. So when she gets there, she meets a different point of contact. And I feel like in another show, it would be that douchebag detective again. Yeah, but it's 100%. not. It's it's someone else, and it, you you recognise this is in a different district. It's obviously a different jurisdiction, so it's not the same police man. Um, so n- nice little detail, which they didn't have to do, but I, I appreciate that they did. Yeah, um, so she tells them she's going in and that Mulder is sick, so don't shoot. <laughs> which, if I was them, I'd, it would beg the question, what the hell are we doing here? Then? <laughs> so, yeah, well, they can, they can jump him, I suppose, wrestling to the ground. Take so, yeah, tickling. <laughs> Make him laugh. Uh, Scully talks Mulder down, says the hallucinations are unreliable and they might not even be in his memories. Uh, and he shoots the wall in a rather dramatic and tense moment <laughs> in which we're second guessing whether or not he shot Scully. And we take a deep sigh of relief as we learn that no, he didn't. He just mm. shot the wall, which is a <laughs> a thing that I've seen done multiple times in shows, even in the <laughs> X-Files. It's, I think we had it done in this season, in fact, in the episode, uh, was it um, was it Musings of a Cigarette Smoking Man? Or, no, it was, a, yes. it was the Skinner mm. one. It was the Skinner one where he's had Skinner running around doing stuff for him and then Skinner shoots him Shoot at the end. And yeah. then we... Yeah, so... You don't even have to look as far as seeing other TV shows. Uh, you don't even have to look as far as a different season of The X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they used it in this season and they thought, oh, that was a, that's a nice gag, we'll use that again. <laughs> but, it, but it doesn't. It didn't work then and it doesn't work now. You're never in any doubt as to whether or not Mulder has shot Scully. Clearly he hasn't. No. <laughs> So, okay, uh, Mulder writes up his report. Uh, Sorry, Scully writes up her report. She essentially says that if we cannot remember the past but rely on it to determine who we are, then we will will lose ourselves, Uh, which is kind of the theme of the episode, is the the way that memories shape us. Uh, And if we can't trust our memories, then can we really trust who we are can we really know ourselves mm. uh is it possible to know where you are going if you don't know where you came from which i thought was a uh, normally these a lot of these um when when scully's writing up a report at the end and, and giving us the her case file and stuff a, a lot of the time I, I can it can be a bit cringy and it can be a bit labored um the one that springs to mind at the moment i think is Talico. 
where you're just like, this was a really yeah. crap episode and they're, they're trying to put this big thematic thing at the end through Scully's voiceover and it just, it's, it's a bit cringe because it's really heavy-handed. Whereas here, I like I like what we're hearing from her and the, the questions it raises and it, and it is the idea that, yeah, Mulder's got these memories now of his mum and of his sister and of Cancer Man and it's mm. like, okay, did that, did that drug bring those memories to light or has that drug caused hallucinations that are just a complete fabrication and if so what can Mulder trust from this point on it's like if you can't trust what you remember then how how can you move forward because mm. who you are is shaped by your your history by what you've been through or believe you've been through so mm. yeah um that's yeah that's that's the end of that one that's demons that's demons, that's demons for you yeah <laughs> yeah let me ask you a question before we get into wrap-ups here mm -hmm. do the events of this one directly influence the seasons to come or episodes to come well i i think they have um they've raised certain questions that will come up again off the top of my head i'm going to say that i would hazard a guess you can take this one out that's what i'm wondering it, and it wouldn't matter simply because a lot of the questions that are raised here i feel were raised by heronvolk right um because Obviously, when, when we see in Heronvolk that Cancer Man had had a relationship with um, with Mrs. Mulder, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I, I feel like that already raised those questions of, holy crap, Mulder or his sister could potentially be Cancer Man's son or daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those questions were raised in Heronvolk. Now, the, what I would say is that, and 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 this like going forward, th this will determine whether this matters or not. Mm. Um, what this episode does is plant that seed in Mulder's mind, not just the audience's mind. So obviously, in Heronvolk, that seed got planted in our minds, but not in Mulder's mind. Uh, whereas here we're seeing that actually okay these are questions that now Mulder is asking not just us the audience so uh i guess that's what this episode does and whether that is necessary we'll, we'll figure that out i guess going forward so. see that's the thing that i was uncertain of because i feel like this episode just just now could easily be exercised from mm. the series and yeah. it wouldn't harm anything in, in fact yeah. it starts off like a really strong mystery I feel that it becomes muddled throughout and I, I right. feel that it almost because it, it gets to a point of just believing yourself, don't second guess and don't try to dig deeper into something using extenuating mm -hmm. circumstances like psychotherapy and things like that. Just, you know, basically trust your own memories that you already have. Do we need a full episode for that? You know, could could we have if we wanted to get Mulder question that could she have found some ev could he have found some evidence linking the two of them together like in another episode mm. like I, I just don't feel like this it doesn't feel essential and I feel like a lot of um, the legacy 
the methodical episodes feel essential in, in creating these solid building blocks for the yeah. narrative of the entire show. And yeah. I just, I don't, not to say this is a bad episode, it's not, it's, mm. it's entertaining yeah, and watchable, yeah. but I just don't feel like it needs to be there. Mm. You know what I, I mean? I will say that um, <clears throat> watching season four this time around, mm -hmm. um, of of these four seasons that we've had, you know, I've I've always been the the mythology guy, and mm -hmm. I, I love the standalones, I love the show in general, uh, but I, I am more geared towards the mythology stuff. I will say, I think this is the weakest season as far as mythology episodes go. Yeah. Because I don't think Heron Vault kicked the season off particularly well. We both felt the same way about that one. Um, Tunguska and Terma, while, while the first episode was 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 a good laugh, seeing Krychek getting beaten the crap out of quite a bit, <laughs> yeah. um, it it, it kind of descended into a bit of a muddled mess that yeah. that was stretched too thin uh, for for the for the second part, and then you've got. Um, You've got the uh, Tempest Fugit and Max episodes, which aren't that they're not again. They're like you could take them out, and it wouldn't really affect the mythology. They're, they're not deep mythology now. Mm -hmm. Now they were great episodes, yeah, but they felt more like a two-part standalone episode than they did the, the much wider mythology. Um, and then, like I say, you've got just like dribs and drabs of mythology stuff here and there, and this one that. that Again, like last episode, I didn't even remember. Yeah. Um, I, it's, most of this, when I watched it for this episode, mm. I, I, I just, it was like watching a, a fresh episode, to be honest. Mm. Um, now, I will say that I think I did like it a lot more than you. Um, I, I think I do agree that this probably looks like it's going to be the kind of one that you can take out and it's not going to make right much of a difference. Yeah. I think it, it'll be interesting to see how Mulder kind of addresses it with those concerned going forward. And if he mm -hmm. doesn't, if he doesn't in any way, then yeah, clearly it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. If he does, then it would give it more weight. Yes. Uh, yes. So you know, if 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 what he thinks he remembers here going forward plays into his decisions with regards to how he behaves with people, then yeah, it matters. If not, if he just goes on business as usual and never brings it up, then it doesn't matter. Uh, mm. That aside, I do like it as a as a good solid mystery episode. Um, I, I think you learn the answers a little bit too soon, maybe. I think there's this once you get to Goldstein and, and what he's doing, it's like it, it becomes very obvious as to what what's happened. Mulder's clearly gone to get some yeah. memories back. Um, but I like the confrontation with his mum. Uh, I like the interaction between <laughs> Scully and various characters and stuff. Uh, it's, it's hard to grade this one. Uh, now I did write. Yeah. When I, did, when I did my notes, I did put a four out of five. Um, and I I don't feel like we've said anything that is truly detrimental to that score. Uh, but, but, no. I al but I also do... I am going to stick with my four out of five, but I know you're going to grade this lower. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's one of those cases where... It, it, one, it doesn't surprise me. 
um, and two, I, I can I can understand it. Um, I can understand someone looking at this episode and thinking, "What's it doesn't really matter." So, yeah, it, like I said, it's it's not a, a bad episode. It's not like egregious like some of the other ones we've watched, where you're like, mm. I, "I feel it clung my eye, my eyes out. I don't want to see any more of this." Mm. Fearful symmetry. Dot <laughs> uh, Like it's, it's nothing like that. It's just mm. I just don't feel like it adds anything. Um, yeah. I'm I'm going to be a little bit harsh and probably give it a three out of five. Okay. Yeah. All right. But with the caveat of if this gets tied in later on, mm. then it, then it becomes inclusive and important. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Will rise up. Okay. Okay. So. All right. Tell me a little bit about the season finale, which is uh, Gethsemane. 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 Yeah. So, um, biblical reference. Uh, okay. So the the Garden of Gethsemane. Sorry, it just flew over my head. <laughs> so the Garden of Gethsemane is the garden where Jesus stood and had his moment of doubt about right. whether he he should, you know, whether he should. It's, so it's it's basically that he he stands in the garden before he's arrested by the Roman soldiers, and he prays to his father, Lord, if you know if there's anything you can do to to make this go another way, uh, then I'd, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> but uh, but if this is the way it has to be, you know, if I if I have to go to to the cross, then your will be done. But but it, but it, but it is it's often referred to as Jesus' moment of doubt. Um, I, I don't necessarily see it as doubt because it's at the end of the day he said contemplation. Yeah, it's it's because at the end of the day he said your will be done. The fact of the matter is, I I, I think there's. There was an understandably human fear of pain. You know, he know he knew what he was about to be presented with, and if there was a way he could get out of it that would that wouldn't change the outcome, then uh, he, he was he was looking for options, uh, really? but uh, <laughs> but there wasn't, so he did it. And yeah, so that the, the garden where that happened was called Gethsemane, um, and okay. it's very pertinent to matters concerning loss of faith or doubt uh, so it's yeah um if somebody okay. says you're having a gethsemane moment it means you're you're having serious oh, doubts I hear about all, yeah, the all the time <laughs> yeah so um yeah, it, yeah. It, obviously it's a it's a season season finale so it's it's a big deal uh now, let me ask you this mm. as a season finale how do you remember it going uh, I, I I always remember it going pretty strong. Um, I also, and I don't think this would be a popular opinion, mm -hmm. but I also think if you if you if you watched it and decided that's my ending, it does work. It Ooh. works. It works as an ending to the show. Uh, it might not be the ending people would expect. It might not be the ending people would want, uh, and it might be quite a painful ending. But it does work as an ending. Like if they didn't get renewed after it, and that's I think most people. I think actually the legacy of the show, if it didn't come back for a season five, mm -hmm. would be a lot more famous. I think, and I think it would be considered ballsy. 
right. really ballsy as as far as an ending goes. Um, oh, sounds fun. So I'll leave I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you've teased that perfectly. I'm excited, looking forward to seeing what kind of weirdness is going to come from this. Uh, hopefully, you'll join us for our season finale, episode twenty four of season four. Can't wait to talk about it. So we'll see you. Next week, maybe a week after, I don't know. A bad test in the moment, but you'll see us soon with the season finale. Thanks for watching or listening. We appreciate it. Bye. You've been listening to the X Files Revisited. Please join us next time when we dissect another episode of this classic series. If you like what you've been listening to, please don't forget to click subscribe and also leave a rating and a review. It really does help us to get seen. If you'd like to hear or see more from Graham, please visit Man V Film on YouTube. Likewise, if you'd like to hear or see more from Brian, then please head over to Brian Lomax Movie Talk, also on YouTube. All that's left for us to do is to thank you for listening. And until next time, trust no one.